Goff's three minute. Your story. Successfully weaponizing animals is as old as warfare itself. The ancient Romans used war pigs to combat Hannibal's war elephants. Messenger pigeons were used to send messages across enemy lines. The Soviets trained dogs strapped with bombs to run under German tanks. But one of the most curious ideas to use animals as an ally in a war effort comes right from the mind of a doctor in World War II. A dental doctor to be exact. Dentist Little Adams of Pennsylvania was a full-time dentist and part-time inventor. And in World War II, he came up with the idea to fight the Japanese on their own island using bat bombs. On December 7, 1941, on the day Dr. Adams was caving in Carlsbad Caverns, New Mexico, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor on a day that will live in infamy. Upon hearing the news of the attacks, Adams had an idea. Why not capture the bats from the caves he had been exploring, strap bombs to them, release them over Tokyo at night, and then the bats would have to find a place to roost before sunrise, and the timed incendiaries would then go off and burn down Tokyo, a city made mostly of wood. Now Adam's idea may not have been given a second thought, except he had a very powerful friend, First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. A month later, in January of 1942, he was able to get an outline of his plan and a brief summary to President Roosevelt. After a presidential green light, it was passed on to the Army Chemical Warfare Service. Adams was allowed to pick a team, which included a pilot-turned-movie actor, a gangster who claimed to have worked for Al Capone, a hotel manager, a weightlifter, a lobster fisherman, and eventually the Harvard chemist who invented napalm. What a motley crew. Somewhere around this time, the program got passed from the Army to the Navy and was given the codename Project X-Ray, whose purpose was to, quote, determine the feasibility of using bats to carry small incendiary bombs into enemy targets. Adams' team set out to determine two things, which bats would be best and which explosives to use. After exploring thousands of caves and mines, they settled on the Mexican free-tailed bat. It was hardy enough to handle transport and testing, and small enough and numerous enough to capture as many as needed. Catching them was probably the simplest part of the whole thing. Three-foot nets on ten-foot poles would be waved in front of the cave entrance while they flew out for their nightly feeding. A few passes would net over a hundred bats. They then were stuck in refrigerated chambers to put them into a hibernated state, and off they went. The bat weighed in at only one-third of an ounce, but could carry up to an ounce. After numerous tests, they settled on a half-ounce incendiary. Different explosives were attempted, and the team had decided on white phosphorus when they tried napalm and changed their minds. Napalm burned hotter than white phosphorus, and after many trial and errors, decided to glue the napalm container, called an H2 unit, about the size of your pinky, to the bat's chest. They would be on a time delay, and then an igniter would ignite the napalm, catch fire to whatever building or structures the bats had found to roost in. The bat delivery system seemed simple enough. A cardboard container with thousands of tiny pockets in which thousands of bats would be cooled to hibernation and stored. 
A plane would drop the package, a parachute would deploy, the sides of the container would be released, and the bats would fly out, eventually finding a place to roost somewhere in a 40 mile radius of their release. Everything worked according to plan except for the bats, which is kind of the whole plan. The bats, having been cooled to force them to hibernate, were not waking up during the drop, and so they were dropped out of a plane. Then when the package opened, the bats just fell out and plummeted to earth, unable to wake up in time. This is obviously an issue. There was some trial and error to correct this, but they never really got 100% success on the bats waking up in time. There was a few glimpses of success. A mock Japanese village burned to the ground as planned, and at an airfield near Carlsbad Caverns where the research was being conducted, one of the bat handlers accidentally left a cage open and six armed bats escaped, burning down the hangar and a general's personal car. After three years of research and development, over 6,000 bats, $2 million, and that general's car, full-scale bat bombing test runs were scheduled. However, once the Navy realized it would take several more years for the project to be ready, and with whispers of a project out in Los Alamos, New Mexico, becoming the leading strategy to end the war with Japan, Project X-Ray was canceled. And while Dr. Adams' bat bomb idea never took flight, as an idea man, he shrugged it off and took to another winged animal for his next idea, the fried chicken vending machine, which also never got off the ground. Class dismissed. This podcast, written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful, Wirt County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.